I'm Andrew, and uh, I'm married to Sarah, who's uh, with the S- um, Starlight Spanglers. Well, who knows? Sparklers. <laughs> it takes some time for my brain to click into gear. Um, I just need some water, actually. Uh, okay, so could, so could someone be ready with uh, Joshua 6? in the ESV, please. Just the ESV version. So after um, that wonderful time we had this morning um, in the musical side of worship, um, everything that was brought, I felt was in line with what I wanted to, what I felt God wanted me to bring to you. Um, over the last uh, few months, actually. I've been thinking about these things. Um, And also with uh, a lot of what Etty said as well, very much in a similar vein. And we talked about Joshua in the last few weeks, a few weeks ago. um, I I think Pete brought something about... hmm? Anyway, one of the elders... (laughs) Doesn't really matter. um, Brought something about um, Jericho and uh, people being obedient to God and just listening to what he had to say about how they could get into the city, how they could defeat this, the, the enemy there. Um, but if you go back to Joshua 1, it's just after the death of Moses, um, so chapter 1. Uh, okay, God says, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give to them, the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot. When I'm reading this, when you're reading it, do you get that sense, or please do get that sense of, your, it's about us. It's about us, it's about what God is doing in this people here, in this community in Chelmsford. Um, and if you're a visitor, what he's wanting to do in your community too. I'll give them every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, to the Hittite country, to the great sea on the west. No one will be able to stand up against you all the days of your life. What a promise. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous, because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their forefathers I give them. Be strong and courageous, again. Be careful to obey the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Be strong and courageous. Now, I've spent a lot of my life not being strong or courageous... But of course, when I said, yes, Jesus, I believe in you, he put that in me anyway. That strength and courageousness, my personality and my experience to date as a child and teenager might not have been the same as that. And certainly I wouldn't have believed that of myself, but he puts that strength, that courageousness, the joy, all the other benefits of God into you. Now, it's, then it becomes our choice as to whether we accept that's what he's done. Do we believe in what we feel about ourselves and our past, or do we believe what he says about us? Um, so I've, um, I'm a nurse, uh, for those of you who are visiting and don't know me, and my particular area of work is allergy. 
so all sorts of things like wasp stings where people get difficulty breathing and uh, bad hay fever, asthma, uh, drug allergies, that sort of thing. Um, and I've been a specialist in it for some time, a few, quite a few years. And it's so specialised here I'm in, there's no jobs around that I could go to that would be similar or... Uh, you know, no hospitals want to employ somebody to do allergies because... Uh, it's a whole new service they've got to, to build up, and these days are difficult for the NHS. A couple of years ago at work, I'd had a great 16 years before that in my place of work. I've been in the same place for 16 years as a nurse, and um, I had a great time. I had a, a colleague who really encouraged me and put me forward, and um, <coughs> so it was able, enabled me to get to where I, I've got to. Um, so God really blessed me through this guy who doesn't know Jesus. Um, but a couple of years ago, it started going wrong, and uh, the relationship broke down, basically, over the last two years. And so my line manager would now describe him as, as someone from the outside would see him as being a bully. That's a strong word to use, isn't it, about an employee? Um, or, or at least harassing me for the last two years. And that's been a really difficult time for me. I know some of you uh, know about that, and uh, I really thank you for what you've, you've supported me and brought me through when I've been wavering about things, and uh, it's great to be in this family for that. Um, so I was so fed up, probably about a year or 18 months ago, I started asking God, uh, God, uh, there aren't any jobs for me, so... It, it, naturally, so what, what I'd really like is for someone to come and find me, someone to come and headhunt me. <laughs> so um, so I, prayed, I prayed that a few times, reminded God about it. And last June, I was at a conference, and uh, the boss of another hospital, which I, I, I quite like, I like some of the people there in London, um, and, his, and the nurse boss invited me out for dinner. And... <laughs> Uh, so I went to dinner with them, and they said, OK, well, what do you want? What, what, what can we give you that would make you come to this hospital? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that, that's good, isn't it? That's, uh, <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Um, um, so obviously the NHS doesn't work like you just you know, make a job like that. It's got to, be, it's got to work with all the different finance, and um, it's, it's really well scrutinised to make sure there's no... Uh, funny business going on. So they, a role was developed, and um, I had an interview for it uh, last a couple of weeks ago. And um, on, uh, and it's it's opposite Parliament. It's it's opposite where a number of people from the church seem to be working, like uh, <laughs> yeah, Joe and Rose and uh, Mark. Anyone else? Yeah, not far. Okay, and um, anyway, on Saturday, no, Friday afternoon, I got an email with the, uh, what's it called? A non-conditional offer. <laughs> Unconditional offer of I've got the job. So, uh, and it's just the, w- the way I've cut the story down much shorter than it is, but a lot of aspects of it were, you know, you could feel this is you, this is you, Father, this is you. Um, and it's, so it's 
why I like that job, there's a number of different reasons, but one of them, probably one of the main ones is, I, I, I am Jesus there. Wherever we are, we are Jesus. Uh, I believe there's a book called the Bible that says that we are in him, and therefore, if I'm working, in a, working somewhere, he's with me, like he is at home with me and my family and everywhere else. So, if we go back to, uh, what is it, uh, Joshua 6, isn't it, where the, um, where the um, Jericho is brought down. At the beginning of that particular passage, oh, excellent. Um, have you got just a little bit, oh no, here it is, yeah. And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I've given Jericho into your hand with its king and mighty men of valour. So already it was decided. There was no kind of, it wouldn't happen. Uh, So then it's down to the people, the people of the the army and all all the people who were involved to do what God said, follow the instructions. Do you think um, everybody would have followed those instructions? uh, Was thinking, yeah, this is great. Um, The wall's going to come down. We've seen this many times before. <laughs> do, do you think there might have not have been anyone cynical in those days? Yeah, so there might have been a few doubters, but they, they obeyed anyway. And, um, of course, we know the story, and the wall came down, and they, they had the city. And if you look, I think it's just a bit further back in Joshua. Um, Moses has died... All of the fighting age men that went in to the desert from Egypt, they've all died. And so there were no circumcised men left who were, who were ready to fight. So um, Joshua sets up a, it must have been a bit of a field hospital, where all the men of fighting age are circumcised. And it says that they... they off to some uh, village or town to recover afterwards. I think they would need some recovery. Um, so they're all circumcised. So uh, that means that they're set apart for God. They're set apart for uh, the Lord. They're set apart for a particular mission. Um, and that's the sign of that they are set apart. Can anyone tell me what, what's the sign that we are set apart what is a sign for us in this age that we, as Christians, are set apart? Pardon? I can't hear. Pardon? Yeah, the cross. Jesus. The Holy Spirit, yeah. I mean, all of those are the right answer, but I was thinking of the Holy Spirit. He dwells within us, and that's the mark that we are set apart so he's not God is not in the process of setting us apart we are set apart Um, yes there is lots that we can learn through life with God and with Jesus and listening to the Holy Spirit um, talking to the Holy Spirit that we can learn about what it is to be a man or woman or child of God but the the main fact is, is that we are uh, sanctified already. There's nothing more to do. 
in terms of being holy. We are a holy nation. That used to be a contentious point here, I think. Probably some people might want to talk to me about it afterwards, but it says it in the Bible, yeah. Anyway. Okay, so there is a word for that, set apart, um, in the New Testament. Hagatso, Hagatsio, I think it is, Hagatsio, which means set apart, made separate for God. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's a word that uh, really means uh, what we would understand as um, sanctification, so we're sanctified. Uh, that's in 1 Corinthians 1.30. Okay, so we're not beholden to anyone else, any other sort of uh, world view, um, any other sort of belief, any sort of other hope even. Uh, we are beholden to none other than God. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. All of the songs this morning and what Etty brought, um, it, it, it's all about, you know, don't worry about this, don't think about that because we are saved and um, there is no, no one else but God who, who, who we need. But we do have a choice to believe in Jesus or, or not. Um, and to believe in what he has for us. Uh, so for our example, when I went for the interview, of course, fears of not getting it, which were crazy, because <laughs> the Holy Spirit was just speaking out the right stuff. <laughs> um, I was quite nervous. Um, and then when I got the job, they t- told me on the day, um, it's, okay, actually, can I do this job? Am I up to this job? Am I going to disappoint them? Am I not going to give them what they really want? So that's a fear that creeps in. But the fact is that, no, I can't do all those things on my own. But because I'm in Jesus, and Jesus is in me, because I'm relying on the Holy Spirit as much as I remember to, those things will will be good. I I don't have to worry about them. In fact, it's really silly if I worry about them, because that's wasted energy. You know, there's things in life that you come up against and it's hard. But then you go back to, okay, I don't know how to do this. Uh, Holy Spirit, will you come and help me? And he's there to help you. Um, But you have to make that choice. Do I believe in my own strength or do I believe in the strength of the Almighty who dwells within me? So, I mean, that's just a, a short story, really. In, but my, what my, the point I want to make, the point I want people to go away with or for people to experience today is that, that trust in, in the Father has been sung about today and talked about today. Am I going to trust in him to get me through this situation, to get my family through this situation? Um, you might think, oh, it's right for you. You've got a new job. Um, but that's been two years of very difficult times at work. It's been very unpleasant to go to a place every day where uh, you're not honoured, you're not appreciated, you're not uh, thanked, you're not uh, believed in. In fact, quite the opposite is, is, is painful. So throughout all of that time, I could say, well, God, what are you doing about this? Come on. Two years, I've had to wait two years for this job, you rubbish God. 
No, but that's where people can go to, isn't yes, it? Yes. I don't mean that. I love God. He's not rubbish. In fact, he's quite the opposite. He's brilliant. So, but do you see my point? That it, it, it's a choice which way you 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 view the, your circumstances. Um, uh, so there was a song this morning. I think it was the second one we sang about. Uh, what was the second song we sang? Can you remember? Everything glory. Um, no. Yeah, thank you. So that was a song at my first wedding when I was with my, uh, when I married my first wife. And so whenever I hear that, there's no, I, I can't, you know, forget that. And the, the, the marriage ended uh, quite horribly. So it could, I could associate it with bad feelings. So there's just a, a quarter of a second of sadness with hearing the song that I had my wedding. But... It, it speaks of uh, works, uh, all things work together for good, or is that another song? Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. But that, that's, you know, all things that how bad that happen to you, or your family, or circumstances, your work colleagues, anywhere, or anywhere in the world, God can work all those bad things that the devil has brought on you for good. He does change things. So out of that horrible season that I had I, I have uh, a wonderful Sarah <laughs> as a wife and uh, and two great kids and so I mean I can't say <laughs> he's done a great job there hasn't he? he's, he's, he's true to his word he's true to his word yeah but that so again it's kind of like years of um, uh, not knowing what's going on or where are you God feelings like that but um, I think every day, so t- today and tomorrow when the working week starts again, perhaps, or the school run, and all that sort of thing, after the holidays, you have that decision to make. And you can choose that day to be a day where you engage with God, where you love people, and, and give love to people, or that you're a miserable, <laughs> negative person. There's a lady at my work, and um, she's, she's in her mid-30s. She's just... Um, she never thought she'd be married. She got married last year. It was great. I went to the wedding. It was fabulous. She never thought she'd have a baby. She's coming up to giving birth in about a month. Fabulous. Um, first house. Um, and her mum seems to give her lots of money for all sorts of things, like furniture and a uh, new car and... Um, that's great, isn't it? What a great story. But she comes in every day and she's so miserable. It brings it into the workplace. And, you know, maybe there's other things going on in her life but, um, that I don't know about. But, uh, yeah, you know, you can decide to be miserable. You can decide to be happy. You can decide to park your circumstances and trust them for God or worry about them all the time. I'm not saying that I don't do those things, because I do. I do worry. Uh, but uh, my prayer, my chat with the Holy Spirit is, Holy Spirit, remind me that you're there. Wake me up to the fact that I am a chosen son of God. Um, I'm choosing you. I'm choosing... Uh, you know, It's not a denial of difficult circumstances, because we've all been through those. Uh, but it's... Uh, it's a choice, a choice to believe, to trust, uh, or, or, or a choice 
just to believe in the circumstances uh, and the things that are wrong in, in your life. The thing that the love of God does to us, it does make us love other people more. And that's fabulous. That's what we should be doing. Not just our own lovely people in this room who are gorgeous uh, and family. Um, and it was great to hear Etty saying, I love you. Uh, that was fabulous. And your love back to us, Etty. And uh, yeah, thank you so much. The way that we love each other, we, God gives us love to love other people. If you feel you haven't got that love, ask for a revelation of that love. Um, just do it though. Just go and love somebody in whichever way it is, small way, bake them a cake if you're a sort of baker, or maybe give them a massage if you... Oh, no, that would probably be... <laughs> that's inappropriate, probably. Uh, oh, dear. This is why I don't speak on Sundays very often. The other, the other elders don't let me. <laughs> that's not true. Okay, okay. So um, I, was, I was hoping that we could make some sort of response to I'm going to decide for you, God. I'm going to decide, uh, I'm going to put things down that are difficult. I'm going to trust in you. You're going to do more with them than just make them right, but you're going to give me uh, something extra special as well. Um, like this job for me, it's extra special. It's working in the best allergy hospital probably in the world. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, I wonder if anyone could lead us in uh, administering the process of uh, just responding to God and saying, yes, yes, God.